finally chapter 1 verse 1 but at least on the ninth lesson we are on verse 1 earlier when we did it took lot of time to get in here so this is the lesson learned and uh, we can do this in a time bound manner so the first chapter is very important usually the first chapter is overlooked so we will try to see what exactly is the real meaning of the first chapter so that's what we are going to do so without any further delay let's go to the topic so chapter 1 verse 1 so let's listen to the chanting first dharma kshetre kuru kshetre samaveta yuyutsavah ധർമ്മക്ഷേത്രേ കുരുക്ഷേത്രേ ീതു Bhagavad-gita is not an independent work. It is the 25th chapter of the Bhishma Parva of the Mahabharata. But when Shankaracharya took this out as an independent work, this is the first words. So you all know the story. What is the context of the Gita? We went through that last week. So the basic human problem is presented in the context of a civil war that happened in the ancient India. so in that civil war there were two parties one is pandavas who represent the adharma side or the negative side or the people of wrong doing and on the other side it was pandavas who represents dharma who are on the right side who are on the positive forces so these two armies are about to fight and there were 18 akshaughnis of arma akshaughni is a mission it, it could be a number of certain number of people certain number of chariot certain number of elephants etc whatever it is it doesn't matter to us but kauravas had 11 akshaughnis and pandavas had only 7 akshaughnis in the other in, in other words the kaurava army was large in number they had great warriors great warriors like bhishma drona karna etc on the other side pandava had a small army but they had krishna on their hand even though krishna was not to fight so this is the context so how this geeta begins is the father of the kauravas who was the father of the kaurava tridarashtra tridarashtra was a blind old king he cannot see what is happening in the battlefield he means he never see anything so he had a faithful reporter and this reporter's name was sanjaya sanjaya was in fact his charioteer and he had a boon from the sage vyasa to see what is happening in the battlefield 
So this first verse of the Gita is a question by Tridharashtra. Question by a king who is not supposed to see. Question by a king to a person who reports correctly. Question to a person who reports impartially. So this is the first verse. So Tridharashtra asks Sanjaya, O Sanjaya, in the field, battlefield of Dharma, Dharmakshetre Kurukshetre. So in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Kurukshetra means the plane of activity. Kuru means activity, Kshetra means plane. So in the battlefield, which is a Dharmakshetra, so a battle for Dharma in that battle, what did they do? Who? My people and Pandavas. Simple looking words. So this is the beginning of the Gita. So the blind old king, Dhridharashtra, asked his faithful reporter, Sanjaya, Oh Sanjaya, what is happening in the battlefield of Kurukshetra between my people and Pandavas? A superficial reading is, it's a story. It's a simple story, right? A Dhridharashtra, a blind old king is asking a question to his charioteer. A simple read would do that much of it. In fact, this is a very important verse. So, when you write a scripture, right? Typically, they what they do is the first word of the scripture plus last word of the scripture. If you add that together, that will convey the meaning of the scripture. So, here, what is the first word? Dharma, right? And if you go to the last words of the Bhagavad Gita, it says Mama. So, if you add this. Dharma plus Mama, what do you get? Mama Dharma. What is Dharma? We already talked about that. What is Dharma? It is the universal order of the universe. Right? It is the, it is the natural order of the universe. It is the universal law to which I should confirm for a healthy, happy, peaceful life. Right? Means it right from the physical world to the physiological world to the psychological world to the social world. Everywhere the dharma is there. Remember, the dharma is, I should not hurt you because I don't want to get hurt. I should live a good lifestyle because otherwise I am hurting the dharma of the body, right? If I abuse my body with uh, overeating or unhealthy food, there is a dharma for the body, right? You have to follow that. There is a dharma means you have to keep. And we said like, whenever you rub your shoulders with dharma, you get bleeding. So. This dharma, what exactly is my dharma? That is the answer Gita is giving. What exactly is the rules I should be confirming to? So that is point number one. Point number two is, this is a bigger question. So let's see that. So, this is an important point. Do we know what is happening within us, around us and about us? Are we, are we, means how much self-awareness each one of us have? Don't overlook this because please pay careful attention, right? What is the state of your body? Do you pay attention to some pains here or some uncomforts here? Most probably, a lot of people don't even realize what is happening in their state of the body. Like if your blood pressure goes up, you might be able to sense it. 
you might be able to sense what is happening with your physical system. If there is a muscle tension, how many of us notice the muscle tension? Most of the times we fail to notice the muscle tension. That is the first sign of the stress. Okay, physical body, at least we know that if there is a pain, there is a sensation, I would be at least aware of that. But what is happening inside my mind? I feel that I am depressed. Why am I depressed? Some thoughts or some emotions in my mind is overtaking my mind. Most of the times I am not aware of that emotional state of my mind. Most of the time I fail to put a break when I react when an emotional situation happens. Most of the time I fail to understand the other person's emotion when he shouts at me. Most of the time I find it difficult to relate with other people. So what is happening within me, what is happening around me, what is happening towards me, most of the time I am blind. Tritarashtra symbolically represents a blind mind. The mind is typically blind to what is happening. Most of the times the mind interprets the situation in a way it is conducive to me. When I see an unhealthy food, I will just compromise that day and the mind will give an excuse. What? After all, it's Diwali. When I get when I get when the alarm ring in the morning to get up and do my workout, the blind mind gives me an excuse. What? You worked hard yesterday. Correct? Every lifestyle change program in the world fails because my mind is blind towards what is happening. They say, right, if you don't give time to health, it will demand time from you, later point of time. So, am I, am I aware of what is happening? Am I aware of the stress level in me? Am I aware of the emotions that controls me? Am I aware of my reactions? Am I aware of the stress and frustration happening in me? Most of the time, we are blind to these emotions and sickness, emotions and uh, pressures and depressions and uh, even my social response. Some people say that nobody talks to me. Why? You are behaving like that. I told you one story. This is a real life story. In our community, I was talking to a father, dad, who came to India. And I saw that this dad shouts at the child every moment, the son. And I was asking him, why, why are you angry every time? He said, I never get angry with my son. So even though his response is that he is not aware, it's autopilot. Like automated, the life is automated and I just respond to situation. Kids are like that, adults are like that. So I am not aware what is happening and the biggest tragedy is the stress that accumulates and I saw some showed some statistics right these we are getting into this status stress state so that's where if the Gita has to begin this Tridharashtra's question has to be there what is happening inside me what is happening around me how am I responding to my spouse how am I responding to my child how am I responding to my boss what is my eating habit what is, how, do, how am I transacting in the world outside? If I'm not aware of that, I cannot control, right? 
if i am if i don't know i may think that i am doing healthy eating remember when we did the diabetic prevention program um, after the third week one person said like his weight is not coming down and then i asked him to weigh that like how much he is eating then only he realized that he thought it is one unit he was eating five units self awareness is not just limited to the emotions and thoughts it is everything that is happening in and around me so this awareness is extremely important the gita can begin only when i am determined to do an honest introspection and that is why the tridharashtra who was blind to the situations all along the time because he could have prevented this war this is a prototype he didn't do anything because of his attachment attachment meaning obsession remember raga shoka moha we talked about that ladder of downfall for last week so this tridharashtra was too much obsessed with a particular situation for his children and then what happened he was under the emotional pressure and that made him deluded he could not act at all and finally here in this battlefield he is asking sanjaya he is not asking somebody who just report always in his favor sanjaya was known for speaking hard truth so he is asking sanjaya what is happening in the battlefield like that there is a battle happening inside me i am i am not aware of what is happening inside and around me so i need to develop this quality called sanjaya my blind mind need to find a sanjaya within me which is known as the self introspection or self analysis and ask him that question every day what is happening me to me this is the theme of the first verse if if that tridharashtratvam they call a technical word called tridharashtratvam the tridharashtraness what is that failing to see what needs to be seen as a parent i fail to see what is happening to my child as a as a husband means as a as a head of the house i fail to see what is happening in the family as a social person i fail to see what is happening in around me as a individual i fail to see what is happening inside me the stress and everything so develop that sanjaya within me and ask that question every day do the self awareness meditation i am going to give you that meditation very soon in our meditation class or even here we can talk about that there is a meditation which is going to talk to you what is happening in and around me this understanding is extremely important to proceed with it okay so that is the first part and let's move on to the next slide we have a lot of slides to cover okay so the first step in if you want to improve yourself if you want to progress why you are studying gita we wanted to be happy contented efficient right so if you wanted to go to that route if you want to pursue that path the first step is self analysis you have to know what type of thoughts are driving you what type of emotions are driving you like sometimes what happened with respect to work i am completely good whatever happens at work i am firm and stern but a small thing in the family i may break down so you need to understand where exactly is your slippery slope or the pain point different people it is different some people whatever happens at home they are careless but any minor thing at work they are painful and some people neither work nor home something in the society and some people somebody else's issue could bother them but where exactly is my pain point 
where exactly is my slippery slope where i get out of control i need to find out i need to find out why i am not able to execute what i need to execute at a given point of time that's also i need to understand right i made a determination because in vatmiki ramayana like rama is rama is described as dritha vrata what is vrata you may say austerity right like hanuman vrata etc vrata means not that that which you varanam varanam means what you have adopted you have taken something so i took a vow to maintain my health i'm going to make a vow that i'm going to make do 10000 steps every day if i make that determination it is for a reason i need to make it the person who make it is known as dritavrata vrata and rama is known that vatmika ramana starts with that 12 or 16 qualities of rama you should all read that amazing so this where exactly my vrata breaks Ex where exactly i fall down i need to understand it's okay to fall down but if you fall down again and again and again for the same mistake that is not good that is what is happening in our lifestyle why am i getting stressed why am i getting anxiety why am i getting depressed why i am not able to interpret my spouse or my friends words why i experience this much stress the very fact that i am not feeling happy and contented that indicates that there is something wrong in me i need to understand that so what type of thoughts are driving me what type of emotions are driving me what are the events that triggers these negative thoughts and emotions in me for some people it might be very simple uh, means I, i told you the other day right if the coffee is hot some people get mad some people it might be some health issue but eventually nothing should bother you right so you need to understand where exactly is your fear where exactly is your anxiety if you want to face the fear you need to understand what is the source of the fear but most of the times we don't know that so then feeling we express from our perception right sometimes when i when i see my daughter is not studying properly am i is getting sad or am i getting anger what types of emotions are overwhelming me and how do i respond to the situation like suppose tomorrow means today is sunday tomorrow morning before going to school your son coming back and telling that okay for go to do the homework what do you do most of the indian parents shout at the child is that going to help so one hour is there we want to help the child to get the homework and talk about that later or you want to shout at that child every parent knows that but in that situation he cannot but shout it's nobody's fault but you need to understand this is how i am programmed this is my mental pay makeup this is how i respond to situation so through the rashtra's question is what i am trying to deep dive into my mind blind mind and trying to understand my mental makeup so that i can fix myself if your car book car shows the dashboard shows that air is low you always go and fix it but how do you know that the damage air is low by looking at the dashboard if you are blind to that dashboard what is going to happen so there is a dashboard you need to develop within yourself and constantly you have to look at that dashboard and what exactly is the parameters you have to look at that dashboard we need to decide that's the first chapter so don't overlook the first words as a simple question from a blind old king 
who do not have any significance in our current world. Dhritarashtra is within us. Sanjaya is within us. So that's what the first step of the Gita is self-analysis. So the, this is extremely important. This is one exercise we all should do from today. At least before going to bed, take five minutes and just scan through the event. Just scan through the event. That itself, the very fact that somebody is, means you are monitoring it, that itself is going to reduce the gravity automatically. If somebody is monitoring you, you don't do any mischiefs. Like that, the thoughts and emotions are exactly like that. Okay, so that is one thing. And then, so, Tritarashtra, the first verse is willingness to understand. He was a blind mind, blind king. He could not understand, but he selected Sanjaya, who is impartial and faithful reporter. So, my self-analysis should be impartial and faithful. Second thing is, we need to understand what is going, that desire should be there in me, and then I should employ my own self-assessment so that can improve. Leadership classes. Most of the leadership classes now talks about this self-awareness. I can give you modules after modules which talks about the self-awareness. Uh, what type of personality you are, right? There is there is a very popular training called uh, social, social styles. Anybody did that? Yeah. It's very popular. Very popular leadership training called a social style. What type of a leader you are? Like some people are analytical, some people are drivers, some people are different, different types are there. So they did a lot of research and they found that when an analytical leader work with a, sorry, an, a driving, driver, driving leader work with an analytical subordinate, they will fight. Most of the time they don't realize because they don't know their social style. So they, they ask you to learn this self-awareness. So the self-awareness is big, that is uh, being talked everywhere and even in Daniel Goldman's philosophy of emotional intelligence, self-awareness is the first pillar there. We are supposed to do a workshop, we will do some time, but self-awareness is, you won't, you will believe exactly the same things you are observing there also, that's it. Okay, so the willingness to introspect, the willingness to do the self-analysis is the beginning of the Gita. Otherwise, you may quote Gita, you may preach Gita, listening to you, somebody else may benefit, but my problems are my problems. So, again, we are not studying the Gita, right? We are studying ourselves. That is one thing. Even the Vedanta class, that's what I is telling. We are studying ourselves. This is a roadmap. So, mastering the roadmap is good if it is used. So, goal is not to master the roadmap. The goal is use that roadmap and understand myself. Okay. So, let's move. So, now, the symbolism. The symbolism, the word Tritarashtra, the first word. The word Tr means that which holds or the kingdom. That is what is. So, the one who is attached to the kingdom is known as Tridharashtra. The one who rules the kingdom, the one who attached the kingdom is Tridharashtra. Symbolically, it represents the body is considered as a kingdom. Our human body is considered as a kingdom. The one who is attached to that body, thinking that by 
pleasing the body, I'll be happy. And that which blind to the higher factors of life, doing exercise or sleeping, which is good, which is comfortable. Sleeping, right? Eating healthy food or uh, eating a junk food, which is more good. So the blind mind, typically what happens? It closes its eyes to the reality and pamper the body and eventually comes to suffering. So that Kridarashtratvam is in me, in you, in everywhere. Identify that. And Kridarashtra asks that question. So the blind mind should ask that question. So Dhritarashtra, meaning it is blind mind. That is symbolically it means. And Gantari represents the intelligence. So when the intelligence is married to the blind mind, all the offsprings were negatives. Like Duryodhana, Dushyasana, all those things. This is symbolic. <laughs> Take it as all... Uh, history is there, but these things are embedded on top of that. So that is what is happening. So, Dhritarashtra. The second one is Sanjaya. Sanjaya means... Jaya means what? Victor. Sanjaya means one who is always victorious. So that is symbolically represented as the introspection or the honest self-analysis. Fearless, committed, honest self-analysis. This meaning is given by the great master Paramahamsa Yogananda. So his book called God Talks to Arjuna spent 200 pages on the first chapter explaining this in detail in detail if you start reading you may get confused but he he presented this battle of mahabharata as a battle within so this dhritarashtra represents the blind mind and sanjaya represents honest introspection and kauravas represents the negative thoughts and the emotions the destructive emotions in my mind material passion uh, all these type of negative means anxiety, jealousy, extreme jealousy, all these things are represented by the Kaurava forces. And the noble virtues in me is represented by Pandavas. Panda means white or the uh, bright or good. That which is born out of Pandu is Pandavas, which are positive emotions and positive thoughts. So there is always a battle happening within me between these two. When I see a situation, what happens? There is a battle happening to take control over my mind, symbolically. And that is a Mahabharata war. And whoever wins that battle makes my feeling, right? I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. So this is the Mahabharata battle. And uh, Pandavas, Kauravas. Remember, Pandavas are small in number. Typically in our mind, the noble characters are less compared to the large. It's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that it is bad. Don't, don't think that this is sin or anything like that. This is natural. This is how the human beings are programmed. See, it's an evolution, right? You're evolving from animal to the superhuman. So, initial stages, it is like that. And you can accelerate that. That's all. So, this is the symbolism. So, let's move on. And then, Kurukshetra and Dharmakshetra. Kurukshetra means it is the field of activities. Symbolically, it is represented as our body, field of our activities. And Dharmakshetra, typically what happens, the body, my activities are not aligned with the Dharma. 
when i follow the dharma what happens this kurukshetra becomes a dharmakshetra my body becomes an instrument to execute dharma when i live in line with dharma right when my lifestyle is a yogic lifestyle which is conforming to a dharma what is going to happen i get healthy i get physically healthy emotionally healthy socially healthy and spiritually healthy so our goal is to transform our body from a mere kurukshetra which just execute with likes and dislikes i like jalebi so i eat 15 jalebis to a dharmakshetra which confirms to the rule eat only one jalebi or i don't find excuse to eat 25 jalebi or ladoo saying that it is guru arapan temples or tirupati's prasad and one guy he goes to the temple to buy ladoos because his wife won't object eating that prasad human mind is so creative they come up with so many idea to bypass the dharma so this is the symbolism so dharma kshetra means my goal is the dharma kshetra the body can be transformed into a dharma kshetra by following dharma so let's move on okay so one more reclassification every challenges we face in life i need to hunt a job or i am facing a health issue or somebody loves loud one is facing a health issue or there is a social issue is there or i am struggling for my green card or i am struggling for my job or i am struggling with a bullying within for my child right these are challenges in life when i face a challenge what is going to happen it creates external situation creates an internal conflict so when i hear the news of a layoff what is just imagine that you are hearing the news of a layoff nobody told that it is your layoff right you are you've heard that your company is acquired by another company any acquisition will result in some layoff that's for sure i can say that sure because that's what i do for <laughs> mergers and acquisition right so whenever somebody acquires that news spreads when i hear that i can take it in two different way one is there is a risk for my job that's a fact there is no point in keeping my eyes closed to the facts i can say that there is a risk for my job so what shall i do i should prepare myself right whenever a change is forced on you better be ready to change this is a good old law so in corporate america that change can happen any time so better be ready right you should be ready with your skills updated because sometimes what happen means i i was talking to one of our friend very recently he did the pmp in 2005 and forgot to update and now he need to apply for a job he cannot put that in his resume you should be ready for the change and then constantly do what is to be done either take the package and go or wait wait to see that okay sometimes it may not even affect you or if you are too scary go and find a job but instead if i sit and curry cry and worry and anxiety and being depressed is that going to change any situation so we know that this is the the what i need to do but what i feel to do is always different 
what i feel to do is what morning and evening and night and every time this is coming to me and the worst possible scenario will be projected in my head and i think about that and i disturb and with that mind when i come home when the spouse says something what would be my reaction i shout i may not be enjoy the my daughter's performance tomorrow right i may not be attend the geeta class i my life is impacted why i don't know i'm helpless because the type of thoughts comes to my mind the type of emotions raised in my mind it is not in my hand go back and dissect so when that news is presented an internal conflict happens in my mind and what is the emotions and thoughts and feelings generated at that point of time is my feeling if i am in control i might be able to execute the corrective action but if the emotions are in control and i cannot even study like when i open the book i cannot study i cannot update my resume the other other day somebody came and told me like okay can you update my resume because i am not able to focus i am worried i am anxious so how i transform myself to this person who falls flat when a challenge comes in front of me to that person who gets on top of that swami dayananda saraswati right he is a master of the bhagavad gita you should all listen to his last talk he was here in silasburg uh, he knew that his days were counted he was about to be airlifted to india and he gave a final address to the people gathered there he said in two weeks time you will hear a news that swami dayananda passed away nobody should be crying nobody should be talking any lectures and you should just follow what needs to be done i am 85 after all and i lived my life i established this much you should be you should feel that i am going good how many people can say that the difference is swamiji had two weeks and that two weeks he enjoyed every bit if it is two and you and me i have already died when i heard that news that two weeks is also gone isn't it so my mind the thoughts and emotions driving my mind should be positive and i should allow the pandavas to be victorious yes no. okay so this is what it is this is the internal conflict and this is the battle within so this battle that is happening inside my mind is fought between kauravas and pandavas on one side it is the discriminatory when i say discriminatory don't think that it is a caste system or anything like that it means discrimination discrimination between what is right and what is wrong that's all so discriminatory thoughts and positive emotions and on the other side it is destructive emotions one the destructive emotions are born of blind mind which is dhritarashtra and the other one is the dis discriminative emotions are born out of pandu panda panda means atmavishaye buddhi the one who knows the true knowledge one who is established in truth one who is established in the higher so the, the this internal battle that is happening every religion talks about this battle within the christianity talks about that islam talks about that uh, buddha talks about that mara buddhism talk about mara because buddha was meditating and he was about to reach his final destination the constant obstacles was what mara that is these negative forces in christianity you know right what happened to the garden of eden right it's all symbolic story don't take it literally if you take it literally you will not understand that at all 
So what happened? This temptation came and within that temptation, Eve fall flat and immediately the ladder of downfall started. This battle within is there in every, every religion, every schools, every thoughts. We need to understand that. So let's go further. So this is the battle within. So if the positive emotions and thoughts wins that battle, what happened? I will have self-control, I will have calmness, I will have emotional intelligence, I will have efficiency in action, I will have empathy, I will have spiritual awareness. If the Mahabharata war is who wins the battle within. So if the positive thoughts and emotions win the battle, this would be the result. On the other hand, if I let the Kauravas win, what is going to happen? Two snapshots. Worry, anxiety, stress, distractions, emotional hijack, lack of self-control, insecurity and confusion. Can you relate this with yourself? Just take you to situation. I'll tell you one example. One doctor in one of the meeting he told us right he is the best doctor in the in his profession he cured hundreds of people but one day he had to go and examine his mom he could not do that why who won the battle at that point of time Kauravas won so as a result because he was extremely worried and why this why Kauravas win we told talked about the formula in the last class. Raga, Shoka, Moha. When that happens, the delusion happens. Worry and anxiety. So this doctor has the skills to cure his mom. But he cannot apply. Why? His mind was taken over by the Kauravas. So we should, what? Small, small situation? Yes, I take control. Pandavas will take control. And when it is your problem, yes, I can always easily take control. But when it comes to my problem, always the Kauravas takes control. This problem is universal. It is not just Arjuna's problem. It is my problem, your problem. And after 5,000 years also, this is going to be the same problem. So why Gita is relevant here? This is the same problem. It's not that particular context. So this battle within is important. But first thing is that, most of the people don't even recognize that. I feel extremely stressed. Why? That is the state of my mind. So more than reality, what my mind projects to me is what I feel. More than reality, what my mind projects to me is what I feel. So when I, when I go to a counselor, what is going to happen? He or she will say something. It will change my mental state. Any counselor, in anywhere in the world, has he or she changed the external situation? Then why do you pay hundreds of dollars and go to a counselor? What did he do or she do? First of all, he just listened to you. That itself calmed you down. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not undermining the counseling, but counseling is extremely important, but we need to understand what the counselor can do and the, what the counselor cannot do. The counselor did not change uh, the behavior of the bully who was bullying your child. The counselor didn't change the school curriculum. The counselor just 
made your child understood that this is not just you other people are also going this is not that big as you think then he feels better so it's a clear example it's a clear example right a tragedy happened somebody passed away at that point of time you feel that it is the end of the world after 5 years forget the life will move on. I'm, I'm say, not saying that that's bad. It has to be like that. In our culture, there are 28 days or 14 days were given. But at that point of time, what was your thinking? Life has ended here for me. But it was only a feeling. And my response and my stress and pressure was on that feeling, not on the reality. So this is very important. What I feel what my mind thinks and this is the central teaching of the gita how do i reprogram my mind in such a way that whenever a situation happens only the right thoughts comes to my mind we call it as automatic thought that is the first thought come to the mind is called automatic thought and what exactly is that automatic thought is going to determine everything else because there is a domino effect after that makes sense right this works okay so this is the most of us are not even aware of that so gaining victory in this internal battle is extremely important and i quoted an african proverb just read that it is very important when there is no enemy within the enemy outside cannot hurt you how many of you read the the first management book in the whole world what is the first management book art of warfare So what was their technique? If you read that book, you will understand. So they project that this Chinese army has supernatural power. They can come from the behind. They will kill you. So before the battle itself, what happens? Psychologically, Psychologically dead. So that's how they used to win the wars. They have supernatural power. They have the power of hundreds of elephants, and uh, they can come behind the scene. And you can see in history, you this is applied. So this is very important. Okay. So one more point: the self versus pseudo self. Pseudo self is what? The self that is projected. I am worried. I am anxious. I am depressed, etc. Look at that. When I look at the screen, what I am seeing is terrible. Why? My mind is completely disturbed. when my mind is completely disturbed what it is projecting is terrible situations and then my response would be is that for the reality or that terrible situation projected by the mind it is for the terrible situation projected by the mind and what happens is when there is an internal conflict happens it projects a pseudo self which is going to make you drive you crazy and gita is going to warn you about that this is the first training it's called pradibhasika satya illusionary reality we are going to see that but understand that the pseudo self is there it is going to uh, create problem so this is the simple diagram the actual self is happy but the pseudo self when it projects frustration i always feel frustrated when i when the mind projects stress i feel stressed so understand that the feelings are only a feelings and 
I told you the other day, emotion means it is a means of the body to communicate to the mind that something has happened. So it is a means of the mind to communicate to the body that something has happened. It's a dashboard only. And it's called E plus motions, emotions, something that moves. So it just tell that, okay, my uh, tire air, air, air pressure is low. I just need to take action. But unfortunately, we identify with that and we project, we, we think that I'm depressed. Depression is only a sign. Anxiety is only a sign. And, and how do I take it? This a cognitive change has to happen. But right now, in this context, understand that there is a possibility that there is an internal battle happening and that internal battle can disturb my mental state and I will be driven left and right by that mental state. We need to prevent that. So that's why identify the Tridharashtra and Sanjaya. Okay. So the first verse, the summary is, it is an instruction to introspect. Without that introspection, Gita won't begin. The type of the thoughts, the type of emotions, events that triggers, feelings we experience at the perception, responses to situation. These are the five things you need to look for. The slides are there in OneDrive. Just download it and just copy this one. This is very important. Okay. So now, first verse is over. Dharmakshetre Kurukshetre Samaveta Yuyutsavaha Mamakaha Pandavas Chaiva Kim Akurvata Sanjaya. Now, Sanjaya responds. So, the blind mind as the introspection, what is happening in me? Or in the story form, Tridharashtra asked Sanjaya, what is happening in the Kurukshetra? So, let's listen. Vyudham duryodhanastada acharya mupasangamya raja vachanam abravit. So, drishtva tu pandava anikam vyudham duryodhanastada acharya mupasangamya raja Vachanam Abravi. Sanskrit has Santhi, so what happens is multiple words will combine into one word. We'll talk about Santhi in one of the class, it's very important. Uh, so, Drishtvatu Pandavanikam, having seen the Pandava forces, the, the positive forces or uh, the Dharmic forces, what happened? Drishtvatu Pandavanikam Butam. Butam means what? Array. Like in battle, ancient battlefield, there was arrays, like uh, Patma Vyuha, like uh, it's like a uh, lotus, and then uh, Garuda Vyuha means like a Garuda eagle. There is one. There is a snake-like Vyuha, and there are war strategy was there. Ancient uh, warfare, there were war strategies, just like the modern world. It is there. So having seen the Pandavas' war strategy. The leader of the Kaurava, Duryodhana, approached his teacher, Dronacharya, and spoke these words. This is what Sanjaya reported. So Sanjaya checked what the Kauravas are doing. So it means exactly that is more important, the negative forces, what they are doing. So having seen the Pandava forces, 
the Duryodhana approached Drona. Why Drona? Drona is the trainer or the teacher of both Kauravas and Pandavas. He knows the pluses and minuses of everybody. And he is the one who can even contain the Pandava forces. He's that powerful. So he just wanted to review the strategy with Drona. That is the second verse. The literal meaning. So let's see the symbolic. So Sanjaya's observation. So the honest impartial analysis revealed Duryodhana see the well-arrayed Pandava forces. Then he approached Dronacharya and started a discussion. That is the second point. Third is Drona is the powerful teacher of both Kauravas and Pandavas. His influence and presence can make a difference in the battle because he knows the pluses and minuses of almost everybody. So this is the literal meaning. Let's go to the symbolic. So who is Drona and who is? So Duryodhana. So Duryodhana. Ayodhana means what? Battle. Duryodhana. Nuriya plus Ayodhana, the one who is difficult to be conquered. That is what. Duryodhana is not a negative name. Most of the people think that Du plus, no. It means the one who is, it, means it is very difficult to conquer in the battle. That's what Duryodhana means. Symbolically, it represents the material passionateness. Right? That, that passion, you cannot stop. It could be for wine, it could be for women, it could be for objects. Even Vishwamitra cannot, couldn't control himself. Even sages could not control that passion in themselves because Duryodhana is pulling them. So Duryodhana symbolically represented it. I use the diagram of Puneet Tizar because for me he was a classic Duryodhana. 87, right? When we were kids, we used to watch that. He was the best Duryodhana. So then, Drona. Drona means it comes from the root. Uh, Dru means that which stay in the melted form. That's what it is. What is staying inside in the melted form is our habits. The habits in us, it stays there. Whatever we do, it leaves a footprint there. And later point of time, what is going to happen is it will generate a tendency. And for both good and bad, there are both good and bad habits. The habits trains good, good qualities and bad qualities. So that is what is Drona symbolically represents. So let's try to understand what is happening here. So self-analysis reveals that we have good qualities in us. Even the worst person in the whole world will have some good qualities. Why it is not getting manifested? It is getting buried in that negative thoughts and emotions. So Sanjaya identified that even the material passion in me see the, the positive forces in me, like the self-control is there always within me. I have love, I have devotion, calmness, empathy, all these things in me. And so Duryodhana is afraid. The material passion is afraid. When these qualities are predominant in me, I cannot execute my strategy. So I need to get hold of my habits. Habits means what? Initially you make the habit and then habits make you. Good person started drinking every day at 5 o'clock. Over a period of time. He might be praying 
at 6 a.m. in the morning, but 6 p.m., wherever he is, he will end up in the drinking booth. Sometimes we may think that, oh, I'm just doing this one or two times, but we don't realize that when you do that multiple times, you may get a feeling. Okay, gambling is another example. Cigarette smoking. Lot of people I see, they wanted to give up. Most of the people do the New Year resolution also. This year, I'm stopping cigarette. What is going to happen? How many days it will last? Maximum three months. There's a website you can go and see. How many days my New Year resolution last? It's a big Pareto, Pareto curve. Like 80% of the New Year resolution will start and then stay only in a month time. So, the habits, beware of my habits. That's very important message of this verse. Beware of Drona. Drona, even though he trains the good habits in me, but one bad habit is good enough. Since you kindled my interest in Vivek Chudamani, I was reading Vivek Chudamani. Shankaracharya tells certain animals, this uh, elephant, has is very powerful, but uh, it has one weakness. That one weakness is good enough for its downfall. Deers, they have a weakness for mridangam, they say, like the sound. When you hear the sound, it will run fast and it will end up in front of the hunters. Because of that one weakness, it will fall down. The firefly has the weakness of the light. These are the examples Shankara quotes. It tells how the habits can bring you down. So look at your habit, examine, because you are, what you are doing, trying to do is here is self-analysis. So look at my habit. What are the driving forces in, of driving habit in me? Are any, any, anything is that going to create problem in me? So that's what this verse tells us. These are simple looking verses, but just keep this in mind. This is very important. So. Strategy of the negative emotions or thoughts is what? Use my habit and bring me down. And most of the times it works. And I myself think, means when I when I was introspecting, I will tell you one of my habits, I'll, I'll tell you like, I don't eat popcorns at all, but if I go to a movie theater, definitely, without me thinking, I'll buy popcorn. Right? So like that, right? The habits, how the presence of certain people, when I see him, I think gambling. I'm just making, right? When I see another five people, I feel like drinking. That's why, even in India, right? You see, in park, people go and start uh, playing cards. I've seen that. People who are not even familiar, in five minutes, they become a thick friends and start playing. And you can see a round of people watching. Also, it forms, right? It's, and habits is very hard to break. Very hard to break. So this is the strategy. And then, what exactly is the habits? It is the routine behavior we do on a regular basis. Over a period of time, what happens? It becomes a habit. So prevailing character of a person, thoughts and feelings, or the mental makeup. This is the definition of the habit. 
a behavior pattern acquired by frequent repetition. That is also the definition of the habit. So under the influence of the habit, what happens? My, my thinking will be bypassed. That's what happens. I don't think. I just do it. That's the, pow the power of the habit. And the habits, we need to be very careful. They are powerful. The good habits. When I get up, what is the first thing I do? Go and brush my teeth. It's a great habit. Without thinking. So habits are good also. But under the influence of habits, we fall into the hands of destructive emotions. The other day somebody was talking about nail biting. That's why I just used a harmless example. One person was telling the story in one of our class. He was trying to control his nail biting for the last 10 years. In big meeting, whenever he thinks something seriously, he will bite his nail. Live example in our own class. So the habits are so powerful. Usually they have, but the problem is what? If I have 15 habits, if all the habits are good habits, all the, if Drona trained only Pandavas, wonderful, the country would prosper. But he trained 101 Kauravas when he trained 5 Pandavas. So we pick up 100, when we pick up 105 habits, usually 100 of one would be problematic. So we need to So this is the summary of the second verse. I'll take five more minutes. That's okay, right? Start it. Okay. So this beware of the bad, bad habits. So uh, we need to understand what exactly is the bad habits and good habits in us. So this is a part of our introspection. This is the summary of the second verse. So let's go to the three, four, five, six verse two. ृपदपुत्रेण काशीराजश्चवीर्यवान्पुरुजित्कुन्तिभोजश्चशैब्यश्चनरपुंगवःयुधामन्युष्चविक्रान्तःउत्तमौजाश्चवीर्यवान्सौभद्रोद्रौप
Bhima, Arjuna, Samayuti. They are as good as Bhima and Arjuna. Bhima and Arjuna are the most powerful people in Pandavarmi. So Duryodhana tells the other people are also equally powerful as Bhima and Arjuna. And he enumerates the names of such people. Yuyuthana, one king in the Pandavarmi. Virata, the king of Virata. Drupada, king of Panchala. Uh, Maharatha, all these people are Maharatha. Maharatha, there is a definition, means he can fight with these many people, etc., etc., which is not our point of interest. And then he is Trishtaketu, the son of Trishtadvigna, who is also powerful. Trishtaketu, Chekidana, Satyaki, there is another powerful warrior. Kashiraja, the king of Kashiraja. Purujit, another king. Uh, Purujit, Kundipoja, the father of Kundi, who is another king. Um, Shaibhyascha Narapungava Shaibhya, another king and these are all extremely powerful people Yuthamanyu, another person it doesn't matter, he is just enumerating the people in the Pandavas forces Vikrandaha, he is powerful Vikrand means warrior uh, Uttamauchascha Viryavan another Uttamaucha, another person he is also powerful Saubhadra, the son of Subhadra he is Abhimanyu, Arjuna's son Draupadeyascha, five sons of Draupadi from the Pandavas. Sarva, Eva, Maharatha. He just say that all these people are powerful people. So essentially, he tells Drona that, look at, O teacher, this Pandava forces are powerful. It is led by Thushtadivna and most of the people are your own disciple. And each of them as as good as Pima and Arjuna. If we don't strategize, we are going to lose the battle. That's all. So basically, the symbolic meaning is what? Simple. It is an enumeration of the good, good qualities. So when you introspect, each one of us are blessed with a lot of good values. Identify the goodness in you first, before you call yourself as a sinner. There are a lot of good things in us. So we will just list some of the values. 13th chapter of the Gita, gives that values. Identify these values described in the Bhagavad Gita. And what extent it is there. Some of these values may not even exist. So if a value is not there, I should kindle that value. And if there is a value, I should boost that value. That is the strategy. 16th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita also gives an elaborate description of these values. This is called Deiva, Asurika, Sampati. You will see that. But at this point of time, just identify that uh, we are, these values needs to be identified and cultivated. Okay. So the impact of these positive forces. I give a few examples. Means I cannot show you that. It is there in the slide. So the first thing is, do you remember the incident in 2009 when a pilot, his name is Chelsea Sullenberger? Hudson. Hudson. Have you listened to the conversation in the cockpit? Why? Why he was able to do that? He was very calm under pressure. Correct. He had that courage, that value manifested. So that's one classic example. If he was, his mind was completely out of his control. Very recently, last year, one Air India flight, AI-101, 
was about to land in uh, JFK. Uh, there was no visibility in JFK. And suddenly they discovered that the automatic landing gear, first one is broken on. <coughs> While they were about to land, they realized that the second one is also gone. The manual landing under that situation was very difficult. And mind you, this flight travels 14 hours. So the fuel was about to exhaust. They had only 30 minutes fuel. What they did was they moved the flight to Newark, which had a relatively better visibility. And this pilot, this captain, under that challenges, he did a manual landing. His presence of mind was highly appreciated. 400 plus people were in the flight. This is another demonstration. The third one is, when Mahatma Gandhi started the Quit India movement, even the Congress people said that this guy is foolish. Like the uh, salt, salt satyagraha. satyagraha. What did he do? Like he went to a shore, just collected a little bit of ocean water, put some fire, and even that didn't burn very well. It was symbolic. How can this primitive battle fight with an emperor where the sun never sets? But his fortitude, his courage, his commitment, and his value eventually drove the British outside of India. Again, demonstration of these values. Gandhiji himself tells his values comes from the Bhagavad Gita. Third example, uh, cricket example, 2011 World Cup final. At a stage, India was 45 for 3. When Mahindra Singh Dhoni came to bat, he was not in his best form, and all the frontline batsmen were already out. There was a huge score to chase, but his calmness, <coughs> I would say 100% his calmness won that World Cup for us. If that value, if that value or if that quality was not inherent in him, we would not have got that. Technical skill is secondary. So its impact of the positive forces are extremely important. So having the Pandava forces trained and winning the battle is very much important for us. Okay. So the symbolism here is... Yeah. Would you consider values also as part of Pandavas? Or are these that enable Pandavas or... Uh, Energize Pandavas even more. Yeah, it's uh, the, the. Is that. I mean, okay, it's, are they looked at the demonstration of the value is the Pandavas inside, right? So, so for example. Something that feeds yeah, into. Into the, for example, divine calmness is what is Yudhishthira. Symbolically represented. Arjuna is what? The self control. Self control. Straightforward, right? Riju, that is the definition. One who follows the straightforward path is the self control. Bhima is the life force control. So these forces will help me to demonstrate that value. So identify the value. How, identify how much I can, I'm following that value. It's value means first I have to accept it. The book value of the value starts with, uh, Swamiji brilliantly starts. He tells a value to not have a value if the value of the value is not appreciated. Is it? 
think of it. It's very, very, a value do not have a value if the value of the value is not appreciated. So first you have to appreciate the value. Then you have to kindle the value. So then um, this is, these values needs to be identified. And the summary is these three forces are, means the, there are positive dharmic values inside me. Dharmic forces inside me. The thoughts that predominates means forces me to uh, drive in the path of dharma is there. But usually they will be suppressed by the mighty karma forces with the help of the Spishma and the Drona and the Karna and the Ashwatthama. So, summary, the whole thing is the first verse of the Gita, we, we saw six verses. Uh, Tridharashtra's question we saw. Tridharashtra asked Sanjaya what is happening in the battlefield. Sanjaya said, the battle, the uh, means the Pandava army arrayed uh, under the leadership of Trishta Dimna, seeing that Duryodhana went to the teacher Drona and uh, tried to strategize. As the first step, he enumerated the powerful warriors in the Pandava forces. This is the, the literal meaning. Symbolic meaning is, uh, we don't know what is happening in and around us. So the first thing, if you want to improve, understand where you are. So identify the Sanjaya and start introspection. That Sanjaya could be inside and also it could be somebody who love, whom you love and trust. So later in the Gita, we will see, you need to be aware of four things. One is the self that is known to you, which is unknown to others. Right? I, I do a charity, but my internal goal is what? I should get XYZ out of it or a name out of it. People may think I'm a charitable person. Then what? What others see and I see. Okay, I genuinely try to help other people. Others also see that. The third one is, what others see which I don't see. I don't know I'm a short-tempered person, but others see that. The last one is, what? neither the other person don't see. Yeah. So that is the most difficult part, which we will, Krishna is going to tell us a few techniques to even understand that. Those things will come. But the theme of the first